Hilchas Mikvayis, yes, Hilchas Mikvayis. Mitzvah says, Achas, one positive mitzvah. Vushayitbel called Tame me mikvah. Yitta, the mitzvah is that a person is Tame. Shetayvel the mikvah, and only afterwards, treat himself as Tahar. We'll explain these mitzvahs the following prakim. The mitzvah is not the Tayvel. The mitzvah is to treat the person as Tahar only after Tayveling. You want to say Tame your whole life? Knock yourself out. Right? There's no mitzvah. There's no Avera in that. Halach, Perkish Alchalf. Caught. Right? All kinds of restrictions. All those who are Tame, or most at least, whether it's a person or a Kali, but not food, of course. Whether the Tumor is a strict one, meaning a Tumor deraisa. Generally speaking, the person of the Kali only becomes poor, excuse me, pure, by toiling in water that's gathered in the ground, as opposed to a Kali, even a large Kali. And those are, that is called a mikvah. Okay. Base, Kalmakam Shem Batayda. Wherever the Torah uses the expression the Chumash, Rechitis Basar, washing your flesh, Kibas Begadim, washing your clothing, Menatumah from Tumah, Eni Alat Fils Kalaguf Mikvah means toiling the entire body of the person or the item of the Kaili, the, 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 the garment, in the Mikvah. Bezashem Bezav. This that says by a male Zav, the Yadal Shatav Amayim. It says if he does something that a person's tummy is not supposed to do, and he didn't wash his hands in water, Claire means to say, not that he didn't wash his hands only, if he washes his hands, it's fine. It means he has to tail his entire body, including his hands, even the part of his hands, which he can raise up as high as possible, which is the last thing to theoretically, theoretically tail if you go in feet first, has to also be under the water. So that's what the Pasuk means. I beg your pardon? Yes. It's saying over there the Pasuk describes the Zav who goes in the base of Migdash, for example, eats Karbonus. If he didn't wash his hands, it doesn't mean that if you washed your hands, you're fine. There's no concept of washing hands in It means he didn't table. For who had in the shower to me, and this is not just a Zav, this applies to all people who are Tommy. Specifically, his entire body, with the exception of any small part of his body, even the small finger. He's still equally all these matters, despite the fact they are by all tradition. It says regarding a person who becomes tummy through a sheret, it says he should bring his come into water, then be impure until the evening of tar, and then he's tar. That's Dafka talking about somebody who is tummy from a sheret. But binyan it's an extension by extension applies to all those who are tummy. The term binyan av means the building of the father, meaning a father can produce, right? Therefore, this we can also produce this one idea to all the other areas. So it's uh, all tmeim shevim mayim, they have to tell themselves in water, and that's the only thing Huh? Binyin avacha tmeim shevim mayim. Who says binyin avacha? Maybe it only means this. Oh, oh, yes, look at the Gemara. The Gemara dash, I'm just saying halacha lamaisis. The Gemara, it's halacha lamaisis. Binyin av usually is by Messiah, I think. By tradition, yeah. Gimel. No. No, the clothing only. No. Those are two different scenarios. Whatever, let me finish. It's two different scenarios. Whatever the terrorist says, washing your flesh or washing your garments, are two different options. Right? In the Chumash, many times it says, wash your flesh. Other times it says, wash your garments. It's not telling you to do your laundry, it's telling you to put it in the mikvah. Gimel. Call Kayam Shinitimu, any Kayam which becomes tummy. Yeish on Tara Mikvah, you could become you could become Tar through the Mikvah. Even Thomas Mess requires Mikvah, just also requires other things. Chutz Miklei Cheres, the exception is a Klei Cheres, or a Keli, Miklei or a glass Keli, which is only Mikabal Tum Midrabbanon. It's also not able to be Tayyavah, the Chumr Gleiser Tum on it, like a Klei Cheres, because it's made from sand, which is, resembles earthenware. The Chen Amapat, similarly Amapat, which is a kind of mat we described. Yeah. 
in Perak Chav Gimel, I think it was, right? Why not? Because it says, if it's Tommy, you have to break it. Now, again, there's no mikvah to break, mitzvah to break it. It's if you want it to become tar, you break it. You keep it between if you want. But the only way to make a tar is breaking it. That's the smash the smithereens, right? There's ways, there's ways to break it where it's tummy, but that's no longer considered okay. The aim of the of the the only way to make a tar is, is to break it. I'm sorry? Theoretically speaking, yeah. yeah. Even if you take this earthenware kid, which is already tummy, and you fasten it, you, you attach it to the ground, and normally the things that are attached to the ground are not macabre tummy, are not tummy. If you attach to the ground with a nail, let's say, or to the house, which is attached to the ground, the point is it's very fastened. That's so that you embed it in the ground, fill it with earth. <coughs> now it's part it's completely in the ground, it's just filled with earth or, or, or cement. So it's not even used as a kali. Kind of cement or earth-like, yeah. uh, you know, earth-like yeah. material. It's still completely tame until you break it. Now, if it was not yet tame, you did this. These are macabre tumas. That's a question, but it's for sure not a question. If it's already tame, this won't help you. Okay, a glass candy. Why is that not shaykh tahara? The made like a in this regard because it's made from sand, which is similar to earthenware. Now, what about a mapa? Talk about. A mapot's a mat that we discussed in Alacha Chaf in Perak Chaf Gimel. The Chaskelim is not a standard kelim, right? That's number one. It's not a kelim. The fish ain't a kli kibul because it's not a receptacle. Ain't a mechal kli age. However, therefore, it's not the together of wood kelim, despite the fact it's made from wood material, so to speak, or any any vegetation material, so to speak, wood material. So because it can't really hold anything, it's not considered a kelim. The hoy of the mishkov. However, since it's used. Commonly, its primary purposes, in fact, its, its, its main purposes, right. only purpose perhaps, is to lie on. It is able to become, a, to become tummy, only the tumma by those who impart tumma through something bearing their weight in normal circumstances, like a bed, or in this case, the mapots. So therefore, it's not a keli, it is a kabotumma Since it doesn't have the standard situation of tumma tahara, it does have a unique tumma of tumas of tumas medrash though. Lo yisrabba tamikva. It doesn't fall. Good, no. Good, no. Okay. Lo yisrabba tamikva. Oh, yeah, okay. You says vinisrabba. No, I said. So therefore, it's so not bad. included in the category of those that can become tamer in the mikvah. It only has the category of becoming tamer uniquely by medrash only. But the standard procedure of tumah tahara, meaning other tumas, including the mikvah, and, and the tahara of mikvah, doesn't apply to it. Sheein mistarb mikvah ela kelim hamur b'teira. Only that which is considered a keli mentioned in the Torah has tahara in the mikvah. Not food, not a mapot. The ain la mapot tahara el b'tahara. Therefore, the only way of tahara is to, is to tear it. So it's less than six tefachim square. In that case, it's considered broken, smaller than its minimum shear. That's the only tahara possible with a mapot. Hey, hazav and male zav ain le tahara el b'mayan. For him, the standard mikvah that would help a nida zav and yeledes will not help him. He has to be tohar in a natural spring. Shadai never, but it says b'mayim chayim, living water, the kind of water you take for paraduma, for example, for, or for mitzur, like we said. So that means it has to be always running, never stopping, right? Not lav but the idea is it's spring from the ground. Okay. Mayim chayim doesn't mean running water. Mayim chayim does not mean running water. Mayim chayim means it's attached to the ground, natural spring. It's attached to its natural source in the ground. That's not true. It means the spring can't dry up. It doesn't mean it has to be flowing. Oh, so here we're talking about the flowing. No. The ocean is is attached to the ground, Pasha's, yeah. Or like a, a spring, that's what it's called in English, a spring or a well, a natural well. 
Avla zava, however, a zava, which is the closest thing to a male zav, Bushar Tmeim, or any other type of people who are Tami or Kalim, people are Kalim, Tevlin, Afa Mikvah, they can Tevlin in a Mikvah, any standard Mikvah, which is not necessarily a Mayan, it's just a, it's, it's rainwater in and collected in the right, Kalim, the right, the right space. Wow. So we'll learn in future products. Don't be a zav, don't be a zav. Correct. correct. Not a zav. That's, That's correct. There's only a male zav, it's a Kosov. Halacha. Vav. I think there's some people who try to tie it that there's a, some mile for needed to go into mind. I'll tell you it clearly holds not the case. There's no difference. Okay. Halacha Vav. Um, all those who thank you. All those who table the mikvah can table during the day or the night. But it means they can even table during the day. The exception is a woman whose tummy because she became a nida, or she's tummy because she gave birth, which is essentially the same as a nida, just different in terms of time, but the concept is the same. Their tefillah must be done at night, and night, they can't tell during the day. As we said in Hilchas Nida, or Baal Keri and Baal Keri, and could be all other people who are tummy as well, like for example, Tumma Sheretz. I'm sorry? Yeah, correct. Correct, yeah, Pashas. Uh, actually, the Azavakatana will see because she has to count days. So it could be for her. No, sorry. Yeah, we learned that she tells during the day and she has to watch herself. And by night, she, yeah, exactly. Balkari can be told the entire day. Tchislav in the beginning of the night. In other words, day or night, essentially. Because she never says by Balkari, close to the evening. This is again, this is again a matter of convenience. Not that, not that, not that, he has to tell close to the evening. Anytime the day is good, so is the night. He tevels, and then he becomes Torah. You can tevel close to the evening, even if it's on either side of the evening. I think that's what I'm saying. Either the, the, before the sunset, after the sunset. Close to the evening. The evening is the transition from night to day. He's close to that. So either the end of the day or the beginning of the day. If he tevels right before Shkia, he'll be Tahar very soon. If he tevels after Shkia, he'll be Tahar for 24 hours close to. The next sunset, he becomes Tahar. So the point is, he can tevel the entire day or night, and the following sunset, he completes this Tahara process. Zion. Call Hatevel, whoever Tevels in the mikvah, Tzarach Shitbel, Kal Gufay, Kashu Arim, Vasachas. He must Tevel his entire body, wearing nothing at one shot. Now, the entire body at one shot, that's really important. The fact that he's wearing nothing, that's, in, that's important, but not as important. I will see. What's that? Or if the person had a head hair, a lot of hair, Yatel Kal Sarishay, he has to Tevel all the hair on his head as well. But the goofy didn't, didn't tell you that, and it's like his body, not tell you In other concepts in Allah, the lab dafka is the hair part of the body necessarily. But regarding, perhaps, yeah, but regarding, regarding the uh, tefillah, the hair is like the body. All the people who tevil in the, with their clothing, unlike we just said, you're supposed to wear nothing, also in tefillah, bidyevit, tefillah counts. And the Mepharshim emphasizes, talking about the kind of clothing in the Zaman of the Shas and the Rambam that was much less fitted than our clothing today. Today's clothing could be a shikal problem. And since the clothing, ultimately the water can come, it doesn't separate, it's not a problem. If you're wearing leather, it could be an issue. But back then, the kind of garments they wore, it was for sure not an issue. And similarly, a, a, a woman who travels wearing her clothing again back then, she's familiar to her husband, she doesn't have to travel again. You have to do it mindfully. It's not, it's not okay if you, um, you it's, it's, not, um, it's not ideal the person, um, you know, fell off a boat during a boat ride and then later on thinks, okay, so what do I do about the fact that yesterday I, was, I, was, I touched the sherets? Oh, actually, you know, I fell off the boat. You should, that's not an ideal way to do that, right? You're supposed to table with, with, with awareness. 
Right. But doesn't mean kavanah v'yir l'shem yichud. The ruchniyus of that's not the point of v'yir. Yeah. But the kavanah means consciousness, conscious awareness. Imbaynus kavin did not happen with kavanah. Also, it's filled with chulin. As far as chulin is concerned, as far as matters that are not related to this amigdash and truma, it helps not just not just chulin, which is just a, a chumer people accept, accept, accept upon themselves to eat chulin tasa kodesh, but even afilu nidash tavla lekavanah, a woman who's nidah. Fell off the boat and fell into the ocean on a boat ride. She went to bathe or she fell into the Maya in water. She's after the fact, moved to her husband. There's no need for her to go and tell you again. That's non based Migdash related concepts. When it comes to Truma, and certainly when it comes to Kachim eating, eating, eating sacrificial meat or going into the Bessam Migdash, the Chamin, that we don't let the, the Tara take effect unless you do it l'shem the tara and you remember we learned this earlier different pieces of previous prakim even if a person tables the shame truma he eats truma he can eat carbonus and tables the carbonus every every level requires its own kavana and even a person who tables the shame carbonus and he eats in the meat of a carbon he's tame for carbon for the the, the, the paraduma mechatas yeah okay so it requires kavana tes okay this halacha is certainly very Peculiar. A person who ties his own hands, whose hands feet are tied. The He sits in an irrigation, an irrigation canal with this water flowing from a natural place, so the, the water is good in terms of mikvah If you can be certain, and you have to be, you have to double check this, that the water surrounding him completely, in other words, we're talking about a case where the mikvah is not shaped in an ideal way for a person to table. But because he, he uh, what's the word, you kind of move your body in a very strange way, contorted? Yeah, his body in a very strange way, and he made dash or dafkin, it would be. Um, so I guess Latafa Kavish means ties. It means he kind of you know collects together like a fist. He right. makes himself you know small, and the water goes everywhere over him completely. Tar in that case is tar because ultimately the water covered him, therefore it counts. A person who jumps to the mikvah that is re- 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 reprehensible, right? Exactly, it's inappropriate. make a person tables twice. That's also uh, not good. Someone tells his friend, "Press your hand on me in the mikvah and make me go down." is also considered very inappropriate and not good. Why is that? There's a lot of different reasons. Some say it's because doing these activities make it looks like it's a joke. You're not doing the shem kavana. Some say there's the issue of sakana. Some say the issue is that I'm discussing a mikvah exactly forty sa, and these activities are, are going to make the water splash out. So if you jump in or if uh, if you go in a second time, you go, you go in twice. I'm planning going in two times. So like, the first time is not so important to be careful. That I'm over under completely. I'll be simple on the second time. But the second time when you went out the first time, went back in, some water got splashed out. Now the second time, which you're really trying to do properly, there's not, 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 not the right amount of water. So these are all different reasons that are different. To, I think you know. we could say that the reason for the second time is because it looks like uh, I don't think anyone says that. I don't think anyone says. That. I looked for that explanation. I don't think anyone says that. Various reasons why these are all considered maguna. Another one is because. Um, okay, these are all, all different yes. reasons. Halacha yud. I once heard that, but I never saw that. You should say that's a reason? No, I'm just Base the part of the person that is concealed. Like a person is very heavy, like and has a big belly button, you can't, nothing goes inside there. Base hasatorim, and the folds of the body. Um, it's a basically non visible portions of the body. So. The water, the water does not actually have to touch that part of the body. Let's see inside the mouth. Keep your mouth closed. Not a problem. That's what basic storm is more than inside the mouth, for example. And basic storm is like the folds of the, of the flesh. Remember it says, Remember we had the Pasuk that the Zav does not wash his hands in water. We learned that it applies to only the visible parts of the body. 
that's, that's what has to go it has to actually become wet from the water and if the water doesn't cover them it's a problem if Abba became nonetheless despite the fact that the water does not have to actually touch those areas it has to theoretically be able to touch them just you can't put anything separating like a bandaid or a sticker inside the belly button the water theoretically wouldn't go there even if it was, even if it was opened that would be a problem Therefore, because this is a major problem, and because such a common need for tefillah is women who don't learn the a person should teach his household, the females specifically, or the young males, in the a woman should always clean well between the folds of her body, mind with water, not, but not with liquids, use water, and only afterwards go to the mikvah. The proper stance for women to have with tables is the way, literally means the way she grows. It's a term when you refer, for example, Lulav and Esther, you hold the Derech the natural way, with the stem on the bottom, top part up. So in other words, in her natural stance, like the way she would stand when she's weaving, when she stands when she's nursing her child, which her limbs are lightly spread out. Yudalif. Isha, a woman should not table in a harbor, or any other public area for that matter. But a harbor is the most pu- common public area where you table, right? If there's a public lake, it's all the same problem. She's embarrassed from the people in the city. She's going to go in and out quickly. She's not going to table properly. If you surround the area with some kind of fence or a mat, so it should block the view. And there was, so to tell us, but normally she could have in the harbor. It's not exactly a It's a practical problem. If you can't see, you can't see. She should not. One second. She should not. She not table on while she's standing on an earthwork container. Let's say, for example, there's a kali, an earthwork container standing you know, upside down or even right side up under the water. She shouldn't stand on it and table while she's standing on it, like a like a makeshift step. That's not appropriate. If, or a basket. Because she's afraid and she's not going to. Table properly, so because she's going to fall, maybe or, yeah, or um, it's not clear what the issue is. So what's she afraid of? Why is the why the fact that she's standing on the keli means she's afraid of the water? So she asked the doctor, you know, if she's standing on the on the, on the back of the keli, it means that she's afraid to be under the water. So she's going to quickly go in and out. If it's not there, she has no choice but to go down all the way, right? So we're worried she's going to kind of like you know just dip herself, and her head's not going to go go down all the way. All right. This is the first example of systematic desensitization. Might help her get over her fear of uh, of water. Halach What are you gonna say? Sorry. Um, so there's no fear though. Of course not. Men, men are less, are less embarrassed, right? So that so. Why not? Why a problem to see this? Mikasha. Okay. Your base. Echad Adam. I only has to put up a mat, so all right. You got your base. Echad Adam Akelim. Whether you're talking about a person, whether you're talking about a Kelim. Rabbi Mamelach Yudbeis is going to describe Chatzitza. And really, Chatzitza is a subject of, Perik, of next Perik, Perik Beis and Perik Gimel. So this is like a Chikolak Doma. Echad Adam Akelim. A person or a Kelim. Lo Yudavah Chaitzis. Bino Vemayim. There shouldn't be anything separating between the person or the Kelim and the mikvah water. If there was something separating between him and the water, for example, there was dough or, or cement, some kind of plaster, attached to the person's skin, or the keli, the keli, the tefillah will not help. It's tome as it was. Tefillah will not help. And that's a very general statement. We're going to break it down now. Here's how it works. This dough or this cement, if it covered at least more than fifty percent of the area of the keli or the person, the surface, the tefillah does not help. Not 
because it's majority. For who she love, that's provided that he, he doesn't like it. Right? So Lavir wants to take it away. So that gives a chashiva, so to speak. Not just because he wants a toivo. He bechlal doesn't like it. It sounds like the Rambam is talking about the person's opinion. Other, other people learn Pshat in the Rambam, and they certainly say Pshat in the Gemara, but the Rambam says, well, that it depends on general consensus. I don't mind plaster all of my body. You don't care what you, what do normal people think, right? Okay. If, however, he doesn't care about it, he doesn't care whether, he, gives, he, gives, he pays it no attention. Whether it's on him or not, even though it's on the majority of him. If it was only less than half of his air of surface of the, of the person of the keli, now it comes to a person, we just said he has to care about it. A keli, who cares? The owner, I guess most people, all right. If it was only less than half of him, despite the fact that he cares about it, which means that it's not a problem unless it's the majority of the area and you care about it. Anything which is a chatzitza, if he cared about it, let's feel it. Feel does not help. Even though it's only less than half of the area, the surface. Because we're maybe he's going to table with the, this, oh, this, this, this material over the majority of his body when he, when he cares about. It, and that's going to be a problem. So we're only one step away. Therefore, the chametz gzeda, the chal dava anything which is considered a chatzitza, like bow, like dough or or uh, or uh, cement, imhoya chayf or glue, like super glue, yeah, imhoya chayf as rubai. If it's uh, this is a big problem with let's say for example nail polish, yeah, imhoya chayf as rubai. If it's surrounded the majority of the person, they also feel feel does not help. Afapisha and imakin love despite the fact he doesn't care. Gzera mishum rubai shmakin love because again it's one step away from the majority and he does care about it. It turns out, if on the person of the keli, there's any kind of chatzitza material, dough, pitch, tar, cement, glue, whatever these things, even if it's the tiniest speck, and he cares about it, doesn't want it there, or you could say most people would care about it, tefillah will not help. However, if he doesn't care about it, well, most people don't care about it. Also, the tefillah will help because not because it's only on less than half of him. Unless it was a majority of the kmeshbianu, so any chetitza is a problem unless it's a minority of the person and he's indifferent to it. Otherwise, it's a problem.